All right. Here we are again. You're a little close to the mic. There you go. Back up a little bit. Yeah. Before you blow out people's eardrums. That's right. I believe this is episode 19. I hope so. And it's been months. It's been a hot minute. And most of it is my fault. Why is that? Because I've messed up editing so many times in a row. <laughs> I keep I keep messing up somehow, and I feel bad. The first time I forgot what it was, how how I messed up. The second time, I ended up saving on to the original audio file, and every time I'd go back to work on it, it was getting louder and louder and louder, and like getting distorted and danker. I was like. What have I done? What have you? I done? thought I, I thought I was messed like me, like the audio program itself was jacked up, but I was like, that's not possible. And then I realized my projects, the original audio file disappeared, and then I put two and two together. I was saving on the original audio file, and it was just adding on to itself every time. Then, <laughs> so yeah, I messed that up. It's all good. So how are y'all doing, bystanders? It's been a while. It has. Been if a while. if I don't mess up again, it's been a while. <laughs> Don't It'll be even up. longer if I mess up. Like, almost to the point where we're not even going to edit it. We're just going to... Yeah, like, I, I'm going to upload the original audio. Yeah. Because <laughs> it sounded pretty good on the speaker when we were doing our little test run. Yeah, I mean, it's going to sound good. I mean, our listeners are going to listen to it anyways. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't... Like, I'll have to do some minor adjustments on the level because I don't think it's loud enough because the speaker was on 100, but it was on 100. That's the issue. <laughs> But I did increase the gain, so it'll be easier to work with audio without having to do as much editing. I might add some filters maybe to make it sound cleaner, but it sounded pretty good. Yeah. For it's in a figure eight pattern. My brother is on one end of the mic and I'm on the other, like an interview. Yeah. Sort of. But we're in the casual setting of my room. Yes. Yep. So feels good in here too. It's comfortable. It's warm. Really? I'm, I'm burning out. Well, that I, I just got back from Longhorn, so I'm like my body's like on overhaul on eating a like digesting a full meal oh, of like yeah. a big twenty ounce hearty steak. Oh yeah, you're done. Yeah, yeah. On top of fries and broccoli and. Have you ever tried their golden ale? I have not. It's good. Is it? Yeah, it's pretty good. I will have to try it. When I think of ale, I think of dwarves and mystical stuff. When you say ale, that are medieval times. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Lord of the Rings and whatnot. Yep. I like those movies. You can just sit down and watch them and kind of escape for a little while. It's good movies. They are. The Hobbit was good. Um, thank you to the bystanders who have reached out. Have people been reaching out? Yeah, in concern for the show. Really? Yes. How frequently? Um, it's been a couple of times. I'm glad that you're the one dealing with it. Well, I mean... Because I tell them, we get there when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, people, people, people that do listen to the show, you know, I guess it helps them. They, they got people they can relate to. Yeah. And I'd like to, I'd like to take the show... And, well, I guess the show's always done it. 
it's just kind of been helpful to people who they need that time to unwind and, and relax a little bit and you know talk or, or, or have somebody to talk to them just something to somebody to listen to we don't talk at people we talk with people we do we, we do. Like, with people, we mean ourselves, because y'all just listen. Well, yeah, I mean... But, but y'all are part of the conversation, too. They are part of the Even conversation. Even though we're probably talking over you, like, right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and what I've learned... So, I have been listening to uh, the past couple of months to a guy named Jordan Peterson. Um, Good guy. Yeah, if you if you have an opportunity to listen to any of his podcasts... Definitely worth your time. Him very smart. Yeah, he's he's brilliant. Um, Me monkey compared to Jordan. Yeah, and but but I've I like the people that he talks to, mm-hmm. and then I like listening to his lectures. Um, the past couple of I'd say this past year has been very difficult for me mentally, and. It's the first time I've ever dealt with that kind of stuff. Um, And so finding those outlets, like the Jordan Peterson podcast, um, they've made a big difference. And so I I think you latch on to any little thing that helps you when you're, you know, when you're Mm -hmm. in that state of mind. Yeah. It helps you focus. Helps you understand reality, you know, because a lot of times you lose touch with that. Mm. You know, if you're having an, a panic attack or anxiety attack, you get you, too much inside your head. You do, yeah. In your mind, your your anxiety is just a feeling. Mm. That's all it is, and and so you have to rationalize with yourself, and. Uh, well, let's take I'll take a second and and we'll do this like an interview. You you dealt with this mm-hmm. for six years, something like that, yeah, five six years. Um, and a lot of the advice that I've talked to you about before mm. was very helpful, and I I think a lot of the people that listen to our show listen because they get part of that I guess people who can re- can relate mm. and I, I like that yeah and I like I like that we're able to do that and I, and I love that people reach out and say hey this is what this is what's going on mm-hmm. you know and they're concerned about the show and that, that makes me feel really good but so I guess I'm trying to think of a, a way to start the the question and is so you dealt with I guess was it more depression it was, was uh it? It, it was major depression and PTS not not the disorder but the post traumatic stress yeah, yeah like when 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 you involve PTSD that's more along the lines of you're unable like 
is is sort of there's different levels to a, the disorder, but like to I guess the most extreme being shell shock, being PTSD, like that the most dangerous and you know yeah that's like you're basically like a vegetable at that point. You might as well be because you're just crazy, you know. Yeah, such a traumatic event happen that in your brain it's called shell shock that you just have you ever seen a video of it? Yeah. 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 I mean, just... It looks bad. Yeah. I mean, just everywhere. Looking like he possessed or something, you know? Yeah. And, uh... I had PTS. It's just minus the disorder. Like, I could still function. I just had the... The... Uh... Effects of, you know, like... Anxiety. You know, reclusiveness. Yeah. Major depression. Uh... You know, uh, just being emotionally distraught a lot, you know, and uh, that's about it, really, uh, on what I had, you know, just mentally wise. And yeah, I dealt with it for about six years. About six years, I didn't decide, I didn't go get help because that was really during the Obama administration, and I didn't, I didn't want no part on that because he was a, he was a veteran hating son of a bitch, anyways, and. He, he even labeled veterans as terrorists, so I wasn't about to give my medical information, like, you know, I wasn't about to give them a reason or an excuse to do anything toward me, you know? Sure. So, and that's pretty bad, you know? You can't, you can't even go get help, you know? Yeah. And I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who felt that way. If I felt that way, I'm pretty sure there, there's a lot of them that, didn't, that felt the same way, you know? And, uh, yeah, uh, just six years post-traumatic stress and major depression and I didn't go see help uh, I worked through it on my own it took me it, I could have gotten through it quicker if I went and got help but I didn't have the money and I didn't feel like going to anybody else because I guess I, w- I was scared that because I know I wasn't broken I mean I, ha- I had issues but I wasn't gone you know yeah I wasn't going to hurt anybody. I wasn't going to do anything. I didn't want to hurt anybody. Why would I serve just to hurt somebody? No, I get getting that. out, you know. And so I guess I was, I was scared of being told that uh, you're broken and you can't be trusted. You know, when that was the last thing I needed to hear was you can't be trusted. So if I can't be trusted, then I'm, I'm just I might as well give up anyways. You know. Yeah. So that was what I was afraid of being kind of like labeled as a freak or something you know so that was part of it and so dealing dealing with that what what were were there things that when they started to turn what were their highlights what was uh like what I could consider the turning point, right? Yeah. What, what when I were, noticed, right? Were there turning points where you said, "Okay, I'm I'm getting better"? Uh, or what, what, did it come in stages? You know that kind of thing. Uh, it came. You know, uh, the only thing I can think of back that really stuck with me as sort of a turning point was. Uh, with our, uh, we had that religious talk, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and in that moment, 
everything felt a lot more clear and things made more sense and it helped me understand what is you know and it's not just boohoo I me mean, it's hard to explain to y'all because Harold knows what I'm talking about but why things are and that's how they should be and right. everything else like you know n- nothing like it Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And we've we've avoided the religious conversation on here because, you know, if you've got a question you want to know, you can ask. Yeah. But outside of that, we we avoid we yeah. <laughs> fighting because yeah. it's exactly what it, we, we, we've experienced it enough that we, we just kind of, um, if you want to know, ask me. I'm yeah. an open book. But, but until but, then. And when you ask us, be sure you want to know the answer. Remember that you asked. <laughs> yeah. Don't get mad at us for an answer yeah. that you asked for, you know. And it's nothing crazy. I mean, oh, <laughs> a lot of people. Well, it's crazy yeah. to the world. But, yeah. Um, so the the religious conversation. Mm. Yeah. Um, and uh, Well, I can say, you know, as your brother, you know, being around you all the time, I noticed. Because things started making sense. Things started falling into place because. I was in a repetitive cycle of why me, you know, yeah. why, 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 you know, and uh, after that moment, it was, it was, it just all, it, it clicked, you know, and probably, and well, not probably, I mean, it wasn't of my doing, you know, Um. well, I mean, in the religious aspect, that's right, yeah. and, and so, it was a healing, well, and that, you know, Jordan Peterson's not a religious person. He, you know, if, and come, just, I want to kind of say what he said, but, um, his viewpoint is, you know, when somebody asked if he believes in God, he said, I act like there is one, mm-hmm. you know, um, which, you know, I guess is morally he does, mm-hmm. you know, um, which, I have my own thought on that, but yeah. Um, well, he understands the good moral implications of there being a God, right? Well, yeah. and 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 to his point, and and more toward what what you're saying is, or what what he's saying is, or has said is that you, the only way to confront those things. And those feelings is one, don't feel sorry for yourself. Yeah. And two, any any conflict or situation or internal battle, you confront it and you fight it with truth. Mm-hmm. And I and I've had to learn that. You know? Because yeah. to you it that's that was the turning point. Yeah. Was here's the truth. Yeah. And it And it, the healing starts there. That's right. It settles in the mind. And um I don't know if I've gotten away from that understanding, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean. So what? What? Uh, other than that, what else? Was it a? Did you talk your way through it? You know, in your own mind, mm-hmm. did you? Well, uh, it. I. If I want to go back further than that of where something could have started, but like that was the biggest point was a religious talk that we had. And then before that was a guy, I don't know if y'all have heard of him, but uh, Stefan Molyneux, 
He's a philosopher. Yeah. And uh, from Canada. And he was he was heavy in the politics when Trump first ran. And that's how I came across him. And then uh, he helped me out. That's when I got kind of into philosophy. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Time that I was in heavily into philosophy and everything else. Uh, he helped me at first, you know. It, it was a starting point. Everything was meant to happen, but a starting point on he talked about building blocks because I never thought of it like you, you think like where do I start yeah where do I yeah because like, and, and with all the pieces that are yeah. laying out in my life and, yeah. and the shatteredness that this is yeah. where do I even start to put it all yeah. back either put it back yeah. together or you know well and that's a good point yeah. don't lose your thought but yeah. to, to that point is you know when you're in that position, it puts you, it also puts you in a position. Here's the positive to that: yeah. what can you discard mm-hmm. about yourself? Yeah, that's not healthy. That, that's not exactly, yeah. and then and or not so, true, or not true, or yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that you want to start. You're basically sorting at a, accordingly. That's right. You're at yeah. a foundation, and so you talked about the building blocks. Yeah, the uh, the building blocks that he talked about was well, like and to go back a little bit further than that was the point I was going to make that where does it start? It starts with us talking with each other because what someone else might experience may help you understand better of something else. Like he, he understood this about the building blocks of who you are, you know, the basic fundamentals of humanity, right? Morality, truth, you know, all that other stuff that builds up a human, like that's part of humanity, you know, and what's good, quote unquote, you know, of humanity, you know, sure, the objective and subjective senses of it, uh-huh. and so from there, him knowing that helped me further understand, you know, how to work through it. So, <clears throat> the building blocks was basically it was a reference of nothing specific. But it, it, it's just in general. Yeah. What's important? Like when you go into, say for for instance, good building blocks to build a relationship is getting know, to know your partner. You know, you start at the beginning. What was your childhood like? How were your parents? You know, and one thing, building blocks. Sure. So with life, it's if you want to understand who you are, you go back to your childhood. You know, this is who I am. You establish who you are and everything else. And you, you, what? Here's a question, and this is just for people listening, is, you know, when you when you ask that question, who am I? Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. How is that who you think that you are? Or trying to decide who you are. How does that, how is that going to relate to other people? Is that yeah. version of you that you're mm-hmm. trying to rebuild going to mesh mm-hmm. with everyday life? Yeah. Or is that person, does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like, well, the thing is, is that it's not about everybody else. Well, that's true. Because people come and go all the time. Right. So what you build yourself off of is objective morality. That's what the basic building blocks for okay that's my that's yeah, my point you yeah know, because like the see, morality is what builds a person right that's the character yeah the building of the character yeah 
morality, principles, ethics. Right. Who are you? You know, do you want to be the person who, for for instance, when it comes to morality, if you say something to me, or let's see, is coercion bad? It depends. Depends, right? Yeah. Okay, so you establish a part of your morality right there. Right. It depends. Okay, what does it depend on? Do I have the right to hit you without you being coercive to me? And how do we, to go further, how do we establish what coercion is? You know? Yeah, well, it's it's involuntary interactions. That's coercion. Force. Involuntary interactions, you know? So, say you say something to me, and I get mad. Yeah. And my sense of, messed up sense of morality, whatever that may be, moral relativism, I decide since you made me mad, that gives me the right to hit you in the face. Gotcha. I don't have that. Because if you believe in morality, you know, of free speech and everything else, you know, it's, everybody can say whatever they want to say, it's words. Right. Yeah. So, anybody can say whatever they want to say outside of threats. There's always exceptions to the rule. Sure. Well, I mean, even then, you know, if on the topic, you know, concerning free speech, I, I don't want, I I don't believe that anybody should be silenced. I don't care how, how disgusting they sound. Mm -hmm. It'll work itself out. Yeah. Because that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. You know, people, people think that, you know, people get what they want by force and power. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not necessarily true Mm -hmm. because what happens to the bully on the playground he gets excluded eventually yeah. because he's learned at home that he can bully his way. But the kid that is more agreeable, the kid that's more um, easy to get along with, mm-hmm. doesn't bully, fits in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how things get done. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, you can get things done by bullying yeah. and power and... and you know, manipulation, things like that. I, yeah. I get that. But I don't see that in the broad sense that that's how all things are done. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think there's got to be cooperation. Got to be. That's how Voluntary things... interactions. Exactly. It's yeah. got to be voluntary. Yep. And, that, and he uh, made this thing of like, it's kind of like a theory, I guess you could say. Uh, or it's just a book of ethics, I guess you call it. Universal preferable behavior, which he goes through and explains the moralities, objective, what he calls objective moralities. Right. Because if, so what, what's subjective? That's personal preference. Mora- uh, morals can't be subjective. It'd be moral relativist. That's right. So say, what's good for everybody? Pain. Pain is bad. If I inflict pain on you, that's bad. That's universal. Yeah. Don't hurt anybody. That's universal. That can everybody can pretty much agree on that. There you go. Yeah. Universal preferable behavior. I don't want to be hurt, therefore I don't want to hurt others. There you go. And it's basic building blocks like that that you start from a tiny little grain of sand right. and you start building your beach. Sure. You know? And it's 
one brick at a time. Should I say that's a better reference? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one brick at a time. And uh, and from there, you just it, and you start understanding the better questions to ask. You know of who you are as a person, and you know, and honestly, thinking back on it, I mean, the morality is quite simple. It's not that hard. No, and it's, it's not as in depth as you think it would be. <laughs> it's really not. You know, you don't need a college education to figure it out. No, because if you if if, if those those certain ones are there, yeah. Yeah. the rest kind of falls into place because you play off those. Exactly. You, yeah, that's you, the building yeah, blocks. You for react it. off those, yeah. and 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 you move off those. Mm-hmm. Um, because out of one, there's a million different scenarios. Yeah. But but you know you do you you move off those. So, okay. Um, so once you had those building blocks of who you were, mm-hmm. then what? So we had uh, I had the building blocks, and then it was time. I mean, it was just nothing but time. But recently at my job, but I won't say what my job is. Yeah. You know, <laughs> security reasons. Anyways, uh, I guess after years of doing it. You have to find some way to confirm what you've learned about yourself so far. Which means you can't just sit back and not be interacting with other people. You have to get out there and live life. You have to do things, you know? Right. Because if you sit back, which, I mean, if you want to do that, you can. But you're going to still be left wondering inside your own mind, which is bad. We're social creatures all the way to the core. Yeah. And and that's just... That's just the way yeah. things are. Because even when I hated people, it would be nice to have somebody that I could have talked to, you know, That's or true. hang out with, you know. Yeah. Even back then when it was bad, like, you remember how I was. I do. And, uh, I mean, it, it would have been nice to, even though I hated it back then, but now when I finally got out and started doing things, even though it took me years, you just have to keep going you can't stop and I, I explained it to Harold like, and I think this is the best way to explain it that when you have this kind of stuff it's like tunnel vision and you can't see any other way out it's like it's straightforward tunnel vision you don't see any other routes and you're just you're thinking there's no escape but there is you just gotta calm down and you just gotta keep walking you'll figure it out yeah. just keep walking so let me ask you this what do you think about are there certain times where you need to include people and then exclude people? Of course, yeah. At certain seasons, I guess, at certain times, points. Well, people people come and go all the time, and you sure. just you just adjust fire as as necessary, you know. Well, yeah, well and I mean, it hurts sometimes. Well, yeah, but what yeah. I mean by that is like, you know, are there certain times and you're you're trying to recover or or trying to get better? You know, are there certain times that you need to be alone? Or there's yeah, you times. always need time for yourself. Right. If you feel like you need time for yourself, take the time for yourself. I've done it. You know, well, yeah. it took me six years. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had I had one, one or two friends that I hung out with, and that was it. And that's all I needed. But now I'm how I am now. I'm more open, and I can, and I feel like I like to hang around more people. So yeah. I go hang around more people. If I don't feel like hanging around more people, don't hang around more people. Right. I mean, like, we we get caught up in a lot of the 
complications that we make up ourselves that don't exist. I think a lot of times that's my problem. I over, yeah. uh, start to overthink. Yeah. Used to, I, I was never that person. Yeah. I just kind of did it. Yeah. You know, I was just whatever. Um, but there were events that took place as there are events in everybody's life. Things happen and you, um, it changes what you thought was reality. Yeah. And so your perspective changes mm. on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, to me, what I think what it caused was a lot of second guessing because what I thought I knew I was wrong. I yeah. mean, you know, I like, it just, it was a different, it wasn't what I thought it was. Yeah. There were, there were things that were going on that I, I, Exactly what I said. Yeah. wasn't what I, and so it changed my perspective, mm-hmm. and then, so I started viewing things differently, yeah. and and it just kind of wrecked my reality a little bit. And I, it was a shock, right? And yeah. so, it was a trauma. It was an emotional trauma, right? And there were there were several things that were back to back, you know, and then, as sometimes it seems to happen, <laughs> yeah, like it, yeah. it, it yeah. just. And when, when it rains, it pours. Right, it, it just pours. <laughs> and, and so, um, so I had, I, you know, I had issue with that, and um, mm-hmm. and I think over the past year, it's really started to come to manifest itself as this. It got to a boiling point. I, yeah, it came to a head. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is just. Almost at times, at times I have moments, but at times almost crippling yeah. anxiety attacks, and then you just you want to you want to medicate and you want to go to sleep because when you're <laughs> asleep, you don't have to deal with it. And, um, yeah, and go well, ahead. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't ignore your problems. Don't. Don't and then it know, hurts, but you have to confront it and be truthful with yourself. And be being kind to yourself is being honest with yourself. Uh, and a lot, of, I think that's the thing with a lot of men. You know, now I'm not putting down men. You know, I'm a man. Duh. Like, and this ain't that kind of show. We ain't those kind of people. You know, yeah. like men. Ugh. You know, toxic masculinity, you know, like... Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's stupid crap. Anyway, never mind men that build a country, protected their families, defended their nation, you know, built infrastructure, made the life that you now live, but whatever. Yeah, Yeah, that kind of toxic masculinity? Yeah. Yeah, go eat shit. Anyway, let's go ahead. (laughs) Well, a lot of the... uh, I've noticed with when it comes to men is that they think... Well, and, and it's natural that we're not more of emotional people of like wanting to express emotion like or at least going into depth about ourselves you know creating vulnerability with Ooh, a, no men men yeah. don't like cuz it put it cuz we're on guard it's natural that we're on guard yeah and, what yeah and it cuz it, it it naturally it seems like a, a sign of weakness well, yeah. Look at it like this. I mean, in the, in in the in Adam's case, hmm. it, he was naked. He knew he was vulnerable, and, yeah. and in that moment, he was vulnerable. Yeah. 
You know, he was like, oh, I'm vulnerable. Yeah. Men don't like that. Yeah. Not at all. We yeah. We're not built that way. Yeah. <laughs> now, we deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't like it. Yeah. But in general, what what ends up coming out of that is when we don't know when a man, when men, or just people in general, let me just say people in general, more specifically men, that when we don't know how to positively uh, go through the motions of how we feel, you know, healthy outlets of getting rid of our emotions. Because a lot of times, I mean, hell, growing up, I didn't think anything about it. Like, I never had any kind of conversation about it. I just dealt with it as I went, you know, and you, yeah. you don't know how to do it. You just figure it out, you know. Right. And sometimes we mess up and we end up bottling a lot of stuff and we keep ignoring our emotions. And that's when things start getting bad, you know, because we start adding on our own weight and it just becomes crippling. Yeah, I mean, and like you said, I, you know, growing up, we grew up in a house where worry, anxiety, I didn't even know what it, I mean, I never really heard, you know. We were blessed as kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had, I mean, terrific parents uh, and and a terrific home life Um, in comparison to um, what I've seen. Yeah, sure. And and, I mean, not a perfect family, but Mm -hmm. um, because not one is, but but dang near it. Dang near it. I'd like to say that, you know, um, but our parents were very careful about one what we watched yeah how we talked what they like how they acted in front of us that's right how they acted you know and and um a lot of conversations weren't had with us around no yeah and 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 i think to some degree maybe we missed out a little bit on that conflict resolution Mm -hmm. um but i can understand their point because i'm a parent now Mm -hmm. there's conversations that my daughter's not going to hear yeah you know, and and but you, well, the goal of the parents is to maintain the child's innocence. Well, sure, and then, and as much as possible, as much mm-hmm. as possible. But but it's I, but I'm starting to realize that it's also my job that I want to prepare her for what reality is when she's you know dealing mm-hmm. with 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 different things. But you try um, to find that balance. <laughs> it that's tough. Yeah. Balance is a. That's why it's called balancing. Yeah. It's you know, the yeah, guy walks uh, across the tightrope at Tallulah Gorge. Uh, you better be balanced. It's a skill. <laughs> it, it is, and uh, you're not going to do it right. You know, if you're a parent, you're not you're not going to do it 100 percent right. There ain't no book written on it. But uh, but back to kind of what. But yeah, men don't. Uh, I realize that about myself. I when these emotions came on because I was such a happy-go-lucky person, I, you know, mm. I let a lot of shit go. Mm. You know, I let, I let a lot of stuff slide. And, man, there, there was a point where, I mean, once I had enough mm. of somebody, you know, I'd let them know. Yeah. So, you know what? But, but a lot of times I viewed that as pride. Mm. Because what does it really matter what they say? Mm-hmm. You know, especially because you gotta you gotta put some weight into who it's coming from. Yeah. You know? Um and you have to look into why they said it. Sure. I mean, you know, you look at their life and it may be miserable. Yeah. And they just their outlet is 
trying to get in people's heads or make their lives miserable. Push buttons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that, that, there's people out there like that. Yeah. That's how they live their life. Um, and they're miserable, mm-hmm. and I hate it for them. Um, learning to say no and learning that I can't be everybody's friend mm-hmm. and I can't, I can't help everyone. And uh, there's people out there that are... They're users. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. Manipulators. Sure, yeah. Mm. Manipulators, users, and, and when when you're beneficial to them, you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Mm. But when you leave or say, I gotta go, you're the worst thing that's ever happened. Mm. And they play off your emotions, especially... Those kind of people play off people like me hmm. who have the personality of being agreeable. Yeah. You know that Well you don't desire conflict. No, and, and I'm a boy I'm a, I'm a loyal person, you know, hmm. I've but but a lot of a lot of those people play off those people like me hmm. and they well not play off of them but they use them. Yeah. And uh they're mental they're emotional vampires. They are. <laughs> and then they yeah. drain you. They they um, and this is speaking from personal experience um, because when they know that you care then they've got you mm-hmm. they've got you and, they, and they'll use that mm-hmm. and they're sick people they really are and most of the time when you put their life under a microscope like they do yours mm-hmm. um, because they do those type of people they do um, yeah, it's like a it's a deflection, right? Uh, it's a well, it's what well, what's it called? It's a deflection and a uh, casting of themselves. They want another them, yeah, to a point. You know, they. Um, I, I don't know what it is. I, I can't. I'm not a psychologist. I don't mm-hmm. know. Don't know a lot. Yeah, of and things. now remember, like we're not <laughs> we're not psychologists, but. We're just talking from experience, so I mean, yeah. If you need help, yeah, go, go seek official yeah, help. Yeah, get yeah. get get someone who actually has a degree. You know, yes. You you talk to a professional who is yeah. who can actually and, like you, you'll be yeah you'll be surprised. You'll listen to us and then listen to uh, a real psychiatrist, and you're going to be like, okay, it's not day. I was like listening to monkeys over here. Yeah, and it could be, <laughs> but then again, it might be we make more sense than they do, but. Yeah. You know, because sometimes experience speaks more than than just um, that. But but by any means, all means necessary. If you if you're in a position where you think you need help, go get it. Yeah. Um, but uh, back to the men thing. It's yeah, men like people and people in general just need to understand that they don't need to be harsh on themselves because. That's what we do. We make a mistake and we hang it over our heads. Some more so than others, you know. And we keep piling it on and piling it on and we forget to be kind to ourselves and remember that we're humans. Now, if you messed up, you messed up. Like, accept that. <laughs> learn yeah, and you, uh, and, and learn and from it. And you'll like, have to deal with the consequences because yeah. that's reality. Yeah. You, there are consequences. Never be afraid of the truth. If you messed up, never... 
never disregard the truth, no matter how bad it was. Yeah. Never ignore the truth. Never bury it. Don't. Don't do that. Yeah. At least if you're not, if nobody else is to know the truth, let you know the truth. Accept it. You know, because you can't heal if you don't, if you're not willing to accept the truth. There's a story in the Bible, and this goes, this goes back to running into those people that have wronged you. Mm-hmm. All right, it's a story about a a, a, um, a guy that owes another man money, and he catches him out in the street, and he's like grabs him up, shakes him, roughs him up, you owe me money and you're going to pay me. Well, the guy's like, please just give me time. You know, I, I'll pay you the money. I'll, you know, I know I owe you money. I'm, he wouldn't let it go. Well, come to find out the guy that was owed money owed the king money. So he was brought before the king. And basically the story goes that... Um, the king said, well, you didn't let this little debt go, but you owe me a big debt. And it said that he was he was put into basically prison and to be tormented. When you don't let when you don't let it go with people that's wronged you, you're the one that's tormented. Mm-hmm. And you can't you can remember mm. and not forget it but letting it go it's hard it is and, and but you'll end up what happens to those people that don't let it go are the people like the guy that owed the king money yeah you find the next person to try to shake it off on yeah because you're still in debt to somebody that ain't got nothing to do with you, and you know mm-hmm. they have that much control. So I don't like those tormentors. Been there, done that. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm that's that's part of trying to heal is letting go of what's at, what's happened and forgiving not myself and others, so that I can be truthful with myself and moving forward. And, and not being tormented by the thoughts, you know, of yeah. what's went on and things like that. Because you're not going to forget it. You're human. Um, but you can definitely deal with it in a lot more positive manner than becoming mm-hmm. cynical. Mm-hmm. Because that's that that's that's the alternative is becoming cynical. And then you hate people, and then you become reclusive, and then you're bitter, and then you're all these things. Sure, being a trusting person or, or you know, it puts you in danger. It really does. But which would you rather have? I'd rather take the shots than... Not living at all. Right, being that yeah. cynical... Hateful old bastard that nobody yeah. wants to be around. Yeah, you know the you end ones, up dying alone. That's what. Yeah, yeah. you're alone. Because come to find out, it's not fun. And not <laughs> only that, but let me say this, and this is just from watching and paying attention. 
the friends that the cynical people do have talk shit about them behind their back. That's how it Because they works. don't like being around them, mm-hmm. but they don't want to hurt their feelings because they know they're a cynical person. Yeah. And it might just be the nail in the coffin yeah. that pushes them over the edge. Yeah. And so they want to be friendly. Because that same person is also a manipulator. That same person, you see what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. same person that has had that trauma and didn't let it go, they treat people, they treat everybody the same. That's the one thing you can bank on. They're going to treat everybody the same. And and so the friends that they do have, they're not real friends. They talk shit about them. They don't like being around those kind people. Of negative Nancy. Yeah. And, and 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 so they're they're hateful and spiteful and everything else, um, but just be careful about that. Be, be mind your thoughts. My, yeah, mind your thoughts. You know, and if you're around people like that, just go ahead and be upfront and honest with them, hmm. um, and say, yeah, it's a hard pass with hanging out, and yeah. because they'll get in your head and they'll, oh my god, it's a it's a shit show. Yeah, don't let them sink their teeth in. No, because they will. They'll drain you for everything you're worth. Um, Emotionally tiresome. They're tyrants. Yeah. They're bullies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's all there is to it. I mean, they're toxic. And they have to create things that draw people in. Mm. Because you damn sure ain't going to hang around because of their personality. Yeah, and so again, those fake friends that they gain, they gain because they've ha- they've got to either give up something financially, or you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That they, they've got to they got to they've got to provide something outside of themselves to attract people because they're shitty people, mm-hmm. and to hide it, they're all, they often come off as generous. They like to make themselves out to be... Well, the more maniacal a person is, the more personable they can be with somebody. Right. They're manipulators. The, so, I yeah. mean, like, psychopaths, killers. Yeah. They can blend in yeah, with society. True. And you wouldn't know You wouldn't know anything. You wouldn't know it until they were eating your liver in front of you. That's how they are. They're very sociable. Like, they're... they're and I heard also their IQs are pretty... High up there, which, which is why they're able to do that. Yeah, because it's it's now, like a, it's like a different persona. It's like multitasking personalities. Well, and and I think to some degree, the now way, I'm not a psychologist. Remember that? No, we're not. We're but, not. But what, we're, what I've we're, heard from other people, we're making <laughs> those smarter people. We're making observation here. Yeah, from just watching. It should be without saying. <laughs> you know. I, I. They come in different shapes and forms and sizes. And I'm just saying that there's telltale signs. And you, if, if you, yeah. Oh, there's always. Watch uh, for the red flags. Yeah, there's always flags that you can find. It's whether or not you care enough to ask or look for them. Yeah. Like when you have somebody, for example, if you have, oh, well, what I can't stand is hearing somebody complain about a situation that like repeatedly now like I, I, I'm I'm sympathetic you know I, I, 
I'm not that much of an a-hole, but I am, but not that much of one, you know. It, it's more of situations like, say, relationship-wise. If you keep picking bad people, don't cry to me about your emotional trauma. Yeah. Don't. I don't want to hear it. I don't care. And nobody else cares. People are looking at you like you're stupid. Guaranteed. Sure. Well, I mean. Because I am. Because yeah. <laughs> you don't, you know, like, I got, I, I, I'm traumatized because of my past relationships and because they were mean to me. Well, like, it's not their fault that they were mean to you. It's your fault for being with them and getting with them because it wouldn't happen if you knew what to look for. If you cared enough to look for it, if someone taught you how to look for it, and even if you were, let's say, let's say that by chance you were duped, because mm. it happens, it happens, yeah, it happens. You just wake up one morning and be like, "Who in the hell is the person that I am with?" Yeah. You somehow managed to hit the lottery ticket of a psychopath, right? Yeah, <laughs> who and can manipulate like, the his personality? It's like that, that, yeah. Okay, and then let's say you do, but. There's only a few moments that you're going to get yeah. to say, mm. Yeah, you'd be like, hmm. This man, uh, like, this man just, uh, had, like, some dead rabbit skinned in the basement. Well, I think, uh, I think the point that I'm getting at is... He's not a scientist. The first time <laughs> that he shows a point of aggression is to strike you. Yeah. That that's you, number one. Yeah, that, that's number ahead. one. Like if he feels the if he feels the notion to hit you, you best not follow with the motion or even a even come at you yeah. like he's going to harm you. That you, should be like that's, that shouldn't be integral. Yeah. If you say you love somebody, that's not the first thing that comes into your mind to do. You know, physical altercations is not. It's, it's never not, okay. It's not part of the contract. Yeah, <laughs> of a relationship. No, it's not, and it's yeah. never okay. So that's a that's a breach of contract, right? So stop if you're yeah. in that position. Stop justifying it. Yeah, because I think ha- over half the listeners are, are yeah. females. Yeah, they listen to this show, but d- stop. Just don't because it's you not- don't understand. She has her CDs in his truck. <laughs> well, get them bitches I can't, and leave. I can't leave. Yeah, as a uh, uh, who was it? Dan Cook said he's uh, like. You think it was that easy to leave him? My CDs are in his truck. <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember Dan Cook. That's a throwback. Oh, yeah. That's way back. Yeah. What, like early 2000? Yeah. Yeah. He was funny. It was hilarious. He's still <laughs> hilarious. I think he has a podcast. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I might have to look it up. Though. I haven't checked in on <laughs> It's been forever. Dang. What I haven't heard. The man made us laugh when we didn't even yeah. got the heart to check in on it. Yeah, screw him. <laughs> <laughs> Things happen. Um, I'm busy with my own life. Well, we all are. Yeah. Um, Should have been on the news more often. <laughs> but, you know, something else, too, is, you know, if you're... If you're in any of these positions of, you know, anxiety or depression or whatever, um, don't isolate yourself. Um, talk to somebody when you feel like the need to talk. Yes, very much so. I can't count the amount of times someone random, and th- it's been this way my whole life, and I don't know why. I guess I'm just an approachable person somehow. Especially back then, like, 
when I got out of the army, I looked like I was going to like rip somebody's face out through their asshole. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> and uh, but people would still come and talk to me for whatever reason, and and bef- even before that, people just talked to me, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know why, but it helped me understand that it helps to have a little humanity and yeah. a little and sympathy, you know, to put yourself aside for a moment. You know, in the middle of all your woes, <laughs> and uh, help someone else out with their woes. Which brings me to the next point: woes. Glad you said that. Not no, not woes, but purpose. Purpose. What's really got helped? One thing that's really helped me get out of this is is knowing in my mind setting a purpose. I started back in the gym. I know that at the end of the day, when I get off work, I'm going to the gym. That's a constant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's a predictable thing. It's a routine. All right? Well, I know that after I get out of the gym, I'm going to go home. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to lay down. I'm going to write my journal. Mm-hmm. That's another predictable. you got to have... Because you're trying to, you're, your mind's in chaos and you're trying to bring everything into order. And you're trying to, you're trying to wrangle everything in. And sometimes you feel like you're going mad doing it. So if you can set routines, mm-hmm. boundaries mm-hmm. is another thing. Um, what I am and am not going to do, yeah. when I'm not going to, or when I'm going to do certain things. Um and be and be lenient, you know, on yourself on making mistakes, you know, because it's bound to happen, and you are your worst enemy because you can hang up on a mistake, and that can ruin your whole cycle if you let it. Yeah, and then you just back to square one. But again, be lenient with yourself; it happens, and then guess what? You just keep walking. Yeah, the important thing is taking another step. It took me six years to get where I'm at. And I decided that I just keep walking. And, you know, I'll talk about it after we're done with purpose, but it's just, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it afterwards. I was going to talk about uh, suicide a little bit. Okay. But after purpose. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, to me, with purpose, if you wake up in the morning and you don't know which way you're headed, that's chaotic. Uh, yeah, I, I know. And so uh, with with me, I know i got a family to take care of. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there's some mornings, I'll be honest with you, I, I, I just want to say, honey, fine, work two jobs because I'm going to lay in this bed and <laughs> I'm going to eat something mm-hmm. out of the fridge and I'm going to sit here, I'm going to wither away and you won't have to worry about me for too long. Yeah. Uh, but I know that for my men, my mental health, that's not healthy. Yeah. And so I got to derive those purposes, you know. And um, I mean, you have to come to understand yourself and accept yourself. Sure. You have to know. Again, you got to. It's all square one, man. You got to form the building blocks. And you got to understand who you are. And a lot of the the rebuilding is accepting what is. 
what was, what is, and th- from there you can find out what's going to be. You can. You can get somewhat of an idea of it, yeah. but I, I think trying to look too far mm. can cause a lot of trouble. Yeah, well, because they don't go to plan all the time. It don't. So, uh, and, and that goes back to your point is allow, give yourself some leniency. There, there's a saying that mom always told us, take it one day at a time. It, and I know what that means more than ever <laughs> now, you know. Yeah, I mean. And she always told us growing up, take it, like, take it one day at a time, son. Yeah, I know. We were growing up, we were ready to grow up. Yeah. And she's like, take it one day at a time. Live in the day. And so, a lot of times, I find myself now telling myself that I hear mom saying that in my head. Yeah. But I'll be in the shower, and I'm like, "Oh my god, what am I going to do today? I have no idea what's going." And I'm like, "One day at a time. One day at a time. Don't know where I'm going to be at tomorrow. Can't worry about that because I ain't there. I ain't living there. Yeah. I'm living today. Yeah. Right now, I'm I'm healthy. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm taking those steps. So let's. The next step is to." is to rinse the shampoo out of my hair and finish washing my body. And the next step will be to get out of the shower and dry off and get ready for work. Yeah. I mean, heck, in those, those darkest moments of my mind, it it was, it was more of a take it moment by moment. You know, I was like it, it was just, okay, I woke up and then, my objective from there would be survive. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. So it, it was more of me just being, uh, just being alive, and then re- repeating the cycle until I figured something else out. Well, you know, and I, and I'm I'm learning while well, I learn that. You know, you you get in that dark place, and you're just like, all right, I I, I only got enough energy to be up. Yeah, I, yeah. I have enough energy to be conscious. Yeah, and so and use the bathroom. That's right. Yeah. So the next step is just to take a step and either find the couch or you know I gotta do something. And and that's all it takes. And then, like I told Harold one time, it's the little things that you don't give yourself credit for that can build up to you becoming healthier mentally. Yeah. Like the days of me just waking up. And literally, I mean, this is what I would do. I would stay in my room all day and I would just be there, you know. I, I just play games or whatever else, you know. And I, I would just, my current objective was to survive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't know if y'all have ever seen that meme. It's just uh, the Halo thing, like current objective, survive. It was from Halo Reach Yeah. on you, the final mission. It's like because you're going against a swarm of enemies and then you're just current objective, survive. And you're just killing enemies and that's it that was the goal <laughs> survive as long as you can and so part of that survival you, you were talking about um, you you wanted to talk about the suicide thing oh yeah well and it, it's, a, it's a touchy subject because I, I get I get where people will have problems with what I think about it I don't personally because since I've been there I don't feel bad for anybody who wants to let go, I don't feel bad. For, I don't blame them. Yeah, I, I don't. I, and I'm not. How much be, weight can you lift? I, I don't know. You know how much weight can you lift, and how much can you really carry? What's What's your limit? Yeah, everybody has a limit. Everybody. And I can't blame somebody for wanting to let go. 
and I, and I'm not, I can't be mad at them. Why be mad? You know, and it's selfish because they know they know that if you think that someone who's suicidal don't know that it's not okay, you know, to kill themselves, you're fooling yourself and you're being selfish. That like to me personally, I, like I've come to this idea, and that. It's selfish to say, oh, don't kill yourself. You got so much to live for. You think they don't know that? You really think they don't know that? Yeah. They feel that way. They may feel that way, but they know deep down inside that there could be another option. But that's not what they see in the moment. They think the only other, the only option left is to kill themselves. That's right. Because they they felt that way before. They they felt the the human spirit, the humanity, the, the living part. They felt that before. And they've been fighting to get back to it, but they don't feel like they can get back to that. Yeah. That's why they kill themselves. And so, from there, saying, you got so much to live for, you think they don't know that? They're not stupid. Right. They're human. You, you don't give them enough credit. You're talking to them like a kid. That's right. And, and Like and, a baby. Like, they don't know what living is, and you got to, you got to, oh, and I'm not saying not be sympathetic toward them. And not be emotionally supporting toward them. Sure. But what I'm saying is that you have to come to a point with yourself that you're not, you can't fix it. You're not, like, people want to jump in and, like, try to save a life, be the hero, when all they need is someone to be there. That's it. Because for six years, I keep saying six years, that's a long time. It is a long ass time. My parents talk to me once in a while. You talk to me once in a while. But all I needed was someone to be there. And more power to the people out there who are still alive now that had nobody. Yeah, that's true. Who only had themselves and maybe the ear of a stranger once in a while. Yeah. I'm lucky on that part. Because I don't think if I didn't have the family, I would have let go a long time ago. Yeah. If I had nothing to come back to, I don't know if I would have made it. But I don't. I didn't have that uh, opportunity to find out. Right, you know. Well, and I think I think that was one of my biggest worries. Knowing you were going through that, that I couldn't, if I talked to you like you wouldn't a person, it'd have made it worse. Because you can't help, you couldn't help. That's what, and, and you know, and people want to think that they can help. There, and I that's tried because yeah. I, I kept, you know, <laughs> I kept getting that yeah. from people. Yeah, was you know, and I'm like, look. You can't change what is, yeah. and and all you can do is when you end a conversation, say I love you, and I'll talk to you tomorrow, and hope for the best, and hope for the best, and that's all you. As a supporter, yeah, somebody who's trying to support somebody, just just be there. Don't don't talk to them like they're stupid. Yeah, don't don't like because they it's it's it, one thing that. Some people, like, because I've seen it before, and it's one of the reasons why I got rid of Facebook. Somebody who was talking about being suicidal, like, oh, I'm I'm by myself this weekend. Uh, I guess I'll just end it all or something like that. Or they, or something like that. Or the, basically they were just saying, like, I'm going to end it on Facebook for everybody and God to see. And I, and I just said, no, you're not. I said, suicidal people don't tell everybody that they're going to kill themselves. You're not suicidal. You just want attention. Yeah. Now, some, who knows? But I saw him a couple of weeks later at a Waffle House, 
and I told him this was back during when I did not care. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, uh, and it caused a huge ruckus on like Facebook talking about this because people want to act like, like I said, they don't know. They want to be the hero and they want to be the little emotional brat trying to hop on somebody's feelings, talking to them like they're stupid, you know, yep. without actually sitting, like, stop being selfish for a moment and listen to the person. Yep. You know, because that's all they need. They need they they need that connection, that link to life mm. that they're missing, which is you, you know, and you, the listener, you, the bystander. You're that connection that suicidal people need. Because you don't need to talk to them any kind of way. You just have to listen and be there for them. Listen, man, if you need anything, call me. I love you. You know, this how a lot of the conversations ended with me and Harold. I love you, man. If you need anything, call. And that's how it worked. And it, Yeah. It took six years, but I finally got there, and that's all I needed. Yeah. yeah. Link to life. That's uh, it's very well put. Yeah. And I, you know, I seen something on. Uh, I seen a quote. Uh, it said, "Check on your happy friends." And and there was a bunch of pictures of you know. Um, Robin Williams. Yeah, Robin Williams. All these people that that just looked like you know they were hilarious. They yeah. they were funny. They were happy. I guess outwardly they showed they were happy. Um, because they they don't want to show they don't want to give off anybody pain because, because they, they know how it feels. They know they know loneliness. They know pain. They don't you know and they don't want others to feel that because of them. It's um, a solitude in the brain. Isn't that something? That's how many different personalities. About, you know, I, that's not being schizophrenic, mm-hmm. but I, I think we all have a few different personalities, personas. Yeah. You know, we. But, but with folks like that, I find myself that way sometimes. Like I don't. You know, I don't want people seeing me down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or angry. Um, because it's not good for them. You know? And, uh, I don't know. I, it's, that's not who you are. You don't want to cause people stress. You know? I'm going to make some noise on here because I'm going to get some of these Altoids. No, so we're good. not going to edit I'm that gonna out. I want some. <laughs> We're not gonna edit it, but don't edit it. I'm not. Don't worry about editing it. <laughs> they don't like me eating out toys and don't listen to the show. Uh, we got bigger problems to deal yeah. with. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about more stuff. Stop being a funny duddy. Yeah, not everything's about you. Well, it's not. <laughs> you know, and this 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 episode is not really to to get people down. It's it's what the show is meant for, and it's mm-hmm. to relate to people. Give them something to listen to that. Might help a little slice of humanity. Yeah, good lord, because we know that. Well, not life's well, sad enough as it is. It is, and no shit, we're surrounded by people that are fake as shit. Yeah, you know, and, it, and it's nauseating, really. It is. Um, take a break from certain things. 
That's what I'm I'm learning that too. Take a take a break from something, you know, like whatever um, you think. Like if you put it out on the table, it'd be like this stresses me out the most. Take a break. Just stop it. Stop it. Get some help. Get some help. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the wise words of Michael Jordan, <laughs> stop. Get, get some help. Get some help. Um, don't do that. Don't don't do that. Stop being a knucklehead. That's uh, Charles Barkley. Yeah. Oh man. You heard about them going after him, right? Yeah, well, it's hard to get somebody who don't give a shit. Yeah. He don't. <laughs> no. He's like, hey, wait, you heard what he said, right? He's like, I've been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. Like, the big uh, women from San Antonio. They, some, somebody made an article about that, and they were trying to cancel him. He said, kiss my ass. Yeah. He's like, I've been doing it for 20 years, and you just now have a problem with it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, when when you got to dig. But that, you know what? That's That's... That see, and that's why people like a, a lot of things like they they're not happy. That's the toxic people. They're not happy with themselves. Yeah. The whole cancel culture thing. Remember, folks, they're not happy. They're piles of human shit, and they and they should be treated like it until that's they right. until they figure out that hey, I am a piece of shit, and whether they accept it or not, then at least you know that where they stand. Right, because. <laughs> You know, I, but they're, I'm going to say this, and, th- and this is how I view the world. Okay, this is how I try to, and this is helping me. This is an outlet. This podcast. Okay, <laughs> yeah. this is helping me. Um, if you benefit from it, great. If not, well, just listen, anyways. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with the existence of white supremacists. I'm okay with the existence of black supremacists. Yeah. I'm okay with the existence of racists. Yeah. Everybody's I, racist. I don't care what anybody says. To some degree, you have prejudice. Yeah. I don't care who you are. <laughs> yeah, you're, you, you're not the uh, you're not the rain, uh, rainbow tree hugging, well dong sucking person down in Antarctica like you think you are. Nope. <laughs> and and I'm and I'm definitely okay with them being honest about it. That's the problem. That's the main issue because people like us admire honesty. Even if you are a piece of shit. Yeah. Because I can honestly tell you, if you're one of those people, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. But I know you're not going to shoot me in the back. Yeah. I'm going to see it coming. (laughs) You know, I like that. Like, okay, I don't go to this part of town because... That's a racist town. Yeah. I'm not going there. They yeah. like they hate people over there and yeah. I'm not okay. I That's saw like when you like, drive through yeah. Auschwitz. I saw three clan members walking down the road, you know. I, decked they, out. The whole okay. the whole tire. Sure. tire. But you know what else? Hmm. They haven't taken over the world. You wanna know why? Yeah. Because they don't get people, along with nobody. Yeah, because people aren't like that. That's exactly yeah, the majority of people aren't like that. No, and, and then, here's the other thing. So let's take it a step further. And Oh, go ahead. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm I'll okay. expand on it. Mm-hmm. I'm okay if you want to. If you don't know what gender you are, mm-hmm. if you want to put whatever pronoun with it, I, I, it, fine. Yeah, do it. I don't care, but be honest with me and yourself. Yourself, especially. Yeah. That's that, not normal. That what well, that you don't know, and that then it's okay yeah. for me to not give a shit. <laughs> okay. Two. If if. If you're gay or lesbian, mm-hmm. I don't. I, 
I don't care, and neither does anybody else. Stop throwing it down people's throat. Okay, the structure of the world, of, of, of the structure of the world, mm-hmm. okay? Y'all are causing you're not gonna depress get, people. <laughs> right. You're not going to get rid of the structure of the world. You want to know why? Because it fucking works. Okay? It's been working long before you showed up. Exactly. You think you're going to liberate the world? Okay, well, here's the thing. When you start isolating people into groups, you start isolating people and you start singling them out, you know what you're really doing? You're causing division. You're becoming a Nazi. Uh, exactly. And when they when when they divide you into these groups, then you're e- you're you're so much more easier to be conquered. Yeah. But when you identify as a Hulk, I'm an American. Mm. Then guess what? Yeah. Can't nobody fuck with you then because there's a lot of them. But when you start busting up and you start cramming and you start as much as they talk about love, they hate the most. Yeah, exactly. And I'm well, they're they're, they're irrational people, because uh, I know you're like I know you're like that. I know you, you. I understand your mentality. Yeah, who are you trying to convince me or you? Yeah, because personally, I don't give a shit. You're the one yelling at me like I'm supposed to care, but I don't, and you just don't seem to understand that. <laughs> well, that's like that's like racist, like racist people. Yeah, they want they want you to know that they're racist. Yeah, yeah. You, you'll know a racist when you find one. A real one. I'm talking yeah. about a genuine skinhead. A, I, no, I'm not even like, just talking about that. But I'm talking about a mm. genuine racist. Yeah, you'll I, find them. You'll know. You know what? I think I. And so, what's come about now is all this segregation stuff. Huh. I'm like, <laughs> blacks wanting segregation again. Like, why? Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, it's like a total 180. Yeah, like what? Yeah. Why and are that, we and then backing they're gonna, up? They're going to come out with like the black version of Jim Crow again. But, like, instead of the white, it's the black person. Yeah. Toward us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are there things in this country that have happened that aren't good? Yes. But we also live in the same country where that stuff was gotten rid of. Yeah. A lot of bloodshed. Sure. How about hop on a plane and fly over to North Korea? Yeah. See, I, see what happens to your ass then. Or Europe. Europe is racist oh, as yeah, hell. Go, like, yeah, go to Europe. I went to, I spent a year in Germany. If you don't think Europeans are racist, like, <laughs> you you are a damn fool. You, you're you stupid, man. Like, if you think Europeans, like, I, seeing a black person over there was like seeing a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> That's how rare they were. Unless you went to a certain part of Berlin. Yeah. You didn't say, even in Berlin, you didn't even see hardly anybody that wasn't white. Okay, so what does that tell you? America's awesome. It is awesome. And, but and, these people, these people have no clue. They have no clue. They don't have any idea. They haven't been out to the world. They're like, you're uncultured. I'm like, says the person who hasn't left Minneapolis. Yeah. The person who goes to their apartment and down to the street holding a sign and back up into their apartment, maybe the local Burger King. So when when, when you look at a country, how you know when you look at a group of people, how do you where do you, where do you draw the line to say and you make that judgment? We've made it as a as a country. When I can go to Minneapolis, I, I was in Minneapolis, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, and first off, Minnesota is gorgeous. I believe it. I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. It's I saw some of the pictures. 10,000 lakes, man. 
there's lakes everywhere, but but the scenery is beautiful. Um, the temperature, my God, it, it was. It might have been in the mid seventies the whole time I was up there. When it's you know, but it's, I'm pretty it's, sure when it gets cold, it gets cold. Oh yeah, they get they. One lady up there, we well, we drove two and a half hours to Lake Superior, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we stopped at a little bar up there. It was. Um, I know we went off from like I guess we've had our spill of the mental health moment. Yeah, I hope it helped. Um, I had to get off of it because it was kind of wearing me down. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much you can say about anything, really. Yeah, because you need to get if you're in a if you're in a bad spot, please get professional help and surround yourself with people that actually care about you. Yeah. Um, and if you need us, you can reach out to us. Find a mental support health group. Yes, they have plenty online. Find a pen pal. Um. Anyways, anyway, so we drove up to there. There's a little brewery. Um, I can't remember the name of it. You know what? I'm gonna look. I, I know I took a picture of it, but uh, but they, she said they got like eight feet of snow. Jesus. In um, in one night. I know when I was up in Maine, when I was coming back from Afghanistan, uh, only I was only there for like an hour or two. It was snow past my waist out there. Good Lord. Yeah. It was insane. Um, I was astonished. <laughs> I ain't seen that much snow in my entire life. I was like, holy smokes. How do y'all even survive out here? Uh, the name of it was Duluth, Minnesota. Oh, okay, Canal Park Brewing Company. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're um, saying you were talking to a lady there. Yeah, one of the, the bartender there. She said they got like eight feet of snow, and then the when the spring or uh, yeah, I think it was the springtime rolled around. Um, Lake Superior floods. Yeah, you think a lake that's the size of friggin'. Bigger than Florida. Yeah. <laughs> it would flood. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, it flood. There's enough water. <laughs> How's that work? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she said it. Because they're right there on the water. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so my point is I, I seen all kinds up there. There was a lady wrapped in her Muslim. Turban. Yeah. I mean, she for hijab. Hijab. All you could see was her eyes. She Not turban. It's uh, hijab. I think. Yeah. Something but, like that. Okay. Well, of course, the, I think, what is it? Their senator is a Muslim? Omar? Yeah, that uh, American-hating bitch. She is. Yeah. But nevertheless... I hate her guts. I couldn't agree more. I mean, like, I really hate her. I mean... <laughs> but they're there. She's a piece of shit. Huh? They're there. Yeah. And they were walking down the street, and guess what? Nobody was shooting at them. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. They they're living in. I mean, nobody would shoot at them if if they weren't. Now, if they didn't wear that hijab over in the Middle East, where it's mandatory, they'd be drug out in the street and beaten, possibly hung. That's right. Okay. Sure. But here, beat to death. If she said it's hot today, I'm taking this off. Then nobody would bat an eye, except for her own people. Exactly. Yeah. So, 
America's pretty cool. It is. I mean, she has the freedom to literally either wear it or not wear it. Now, her religious constraints, okay. That's on them. Then live it out. But you're free to do so here. But don't fucking tell me that I've got to... I'll I'll let you (laughs) live in your freedom. Leave me to mine. But leave me to mine. Yeah. Um, What I'm trying to figure out is who the ballest douchebag was who like where did this start like who was a person who didn't say shut the hell up you stupid insufferable son of a bitch <laughs> like shut your stupid trap before I shut it for you like cause it, I mean you're like who was like uh you're not tolerant and who was the dude with the vagina who said oh you're right I should bow to your will you have all the power you called me racist you know what I think I think we're being played. Has to be. Nobody's that stupid. You okay, know, they yeah, can't and, be that and, stupid. Right. And, well, and, I, I. Yes and no. <laughs> to yeah. So, so there's there's the users, the users, the people, manipulators, yeah. and then there's the tool bags. Yeah, tool bags. <laughs> okay, because here's something else that I've noticed. Yeah. When you sit back, be quiet, and watch, pay mm-hmm. attention, you'll learn stuff. Yeah, a lot. So. What I have learned is that they're um, subjective viewpoints. Mm. Have it, they will devour them their own selves? Yeah. If I, you're in their group, it's like and, the, and their idea changes, yeah, and you don't change with it, mm. you're done. They're gonna get your ass. Yeah, that, that's how they operate. Sure, but so then the question comes in: when what what is enough? And if they go after each other, say you best believe nothing's damn good enough. I'm more to- I'm tolerant than you. You're not tolerant enough. Like what was it? I heard the story the other day of uh, what was it? Oh, some what was it? A it was it was some popular. Uh, I don't think it was a Hollywood guy, but was that a movie director? Anyways, the left accused him of, someone wrote an article. Okay, it was an article about, I want to say it was some movie director or something like that. Anyways, they said he's he's non-racist. It Tom Hanks. That's who they wrote it about. They wrote it about Tom Hanks. Really? And he's hard, he's left. Oh, he's, he's, he's out there. Yeah. And they said he's non-racist. He's made that clear. It's time for him to be anti-racist. There's a difference. It's not good enough. It's never good enough. And you you stupid motherfuckers are just like always like, oh, yes, you're right. You're right. Yes, yes. I'm like, hold on. Let me spread my butt cheeks right yeah. quick. <laughs> like how, how un-racist do I, like how anti-racist do I need to be? Okay. Um, when you thought they were going to do I support? Okay, one. Do I support any color person being able to vote? Yes. Do I believe they should own property? Yes. Do I believe that they should be treated like human beings? Yes. No Do shit. I believe that they should be free as anybody else in this world? Yes. If you teach the basics of the Constitution, that's a given. It like that becomes that all men were created equal, but that doesn't mean equal outcomes. 
Yeah, and that's what the left's always about. Where they got that stick from and why people believe... Because you can't control it. They self-pity too much. Too many people are too far up their own asses and too boo-hoo me to figure out, like, maybe I'm being a stupid cunt. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I didn't get this job. Why? Because well, he's racist. Racist? Well, maybe you didn't qualify. Do you think about that? Yeah. Shit bag? Yeah, maybe you're just a fucking retard. You know how many jobs <laughs> I was told that I didn't qualify for? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Like, I mean, hell. I've been turned down more than I've been accepted. That's like me going to a business franchise and saying, I'll open up a chain in my local town. Oh, do you have any business... Uh, uh, experience, not at all. Mm-mm. I'm just like, dude. I'm just like rolling like a turd in the wind right now. Like yeah. I, I just go where the wind takes me, and wish me luck. <laughs> I'm jumping out without a parachute. Yeah. So and then when they say, "Oh, he's an idiot," <laughs> I can't get mad at that because they're right. To a degree. I, I, I was stupid to go go there and ask to run a chain of a multi-million dollar franchise right. and expect it to go fine. Yeah, it's like, hey, I want to run this business. Because I don't know anything well, about what it. what qualifies you to run this business? Yeah. Uh, or what well, qualifies you to. for any position? It, yeah. I mean, uh, there was a radio uh, station. It was a black guy who was host, uh, it was a host of this radio station or something. It was a black guy. And he had a black woman on. And they were conversating with each other, and he was talking about racism, systematic racism and all that other stuff. And then she was saying, well, of course you don't understand it because of that's the benefit of your white privilege. And he was like, I'm sorry to break it to you, but I'm black. (laughs) Yeah. And then she was like, uh, he was like, no, see, you're too stupid and you have this victim mentality that if someone doesn't agree with you, it's the benefit of white privilege. Oh, because you're a whiner. And then she was like, oh, my point still stands. I'm like, no. He was like, no, it don't. No, how, <laughs> how stupid. He's like, you should have came better prepared. You're stupid. It, okay. Yeah. So she already disqualified herself. Yeah. In his eyes, he's like, okay, well. So who's the real racist? Yeah. For real? There's no such thing as reverse racism. Bullshit. Yeah. Because yeah. I've had some things said to me as a white guy. That I wouldn't dare say to any black person, yeah. or anybody for that matter, <laughs> lest you be bludgeoned. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, wow, that was profoundly racist. Yeah. And they're like, black people can be racist. I'm like, what? Dad, that's okay. that's now the I moment that you feel like that's the moment you feel like jumping out of the chair and just like, like everything in it's like lions, male lions with cubs. Yeah. Or like the animal kingdom of destroying the weak. <laughs> I know you're, like, you're just like the buffalo will knock over the weakest buffalo in order for the rest of them to survive. <laughs> Sit still while I choke the air yeah. out of you. <laughs> I mean, it's just like because you're just like come you're, on. You're, you're so insufferable. You know, and you know what I've learned though is is and 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 it came from people that personally knew me. Yeah. That had been to my home. Yeah. That had eaten. Broken bread with. The, yeah. Invited to family gatherings. And that's how you truly felt about me the whole time. That's that's my thing. It's like, okay, well, I didn't go out advertising. Yeah. Because see now, see, here's the thing. 
it, where they got Tom Hanks is if he goes out and acts this anti-racist or tries to do something, well, how much is how much? Yes. How many times? Yeah. And so now he's he's got to he's got to make it known to the world mm. when in private. We know that's where the true colors show. Yeah. So in 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 the privacy of my own world, I you know, we had these friends who we thought were friends, but come yeah. to find out they hated me all along. Why? If you hated me, why didn't you just stay away? Yeah. If you thought I if you think or thought that I was at any point in time a racist or a bigot or whatever. Why would you even come into my home? For real. Why would you even... You're awfully... You're either very tolerant or very stupid. Or (laughs) hypocritical. Yeah. And that's what I... No wonder Jesus hated... I mean, despised hypocrites. Yeah. He's like, either be or don't. (laughs) You know? And I get that. Like even when God comes down and says, either be or don't, yeah. that makes a lot of sense because it gets on his fucking nerves too. <laughs> I mean, he told him, he's like, yeah. he's like, you, you, yeah, you make me want to throw up. Like, yeah. I, you're a hypocrite. I mean, uh, uh, that, that, that's how I felt a lot of times about people too. You're just like, I know you're, you're such a... You're such a pile of shit. Yeah. I know you are, and you just refuse to see it, yeah. and it it irritates me so bad because you're you're just like you're on fire, and I'm telling you you're on fire, and you're sitting there like a stupid little five year old, like uh-uh, 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 I'm not on fire. Ah! Yeah. Ah! You're on fire. No, <laughs> you're like God. What the hell is you're, wrong with you? You're gonna hold on. It's like picking up a venomous snake. Yeah. It's just keep it keeps on biting, and Ow. you're just like, "Ow, I ain't gonna let it go." No, you'd rather die with it, <laughs> yeah, than admit that you're in pain. Yeah, you know that you're wrong for picking it up, right? Yeah, you know, and but also that that goes for relationships too. You know, mm. you you picked up a snake. He doesn't bit you twice. There were some red flags. It had a triangular head for the venom sacs in its head. Right. And you decided to pick it up anyways because you're fucking retarded. <laughs> Sounds like... You're cotton-headed you nanny muggins. No, buddy, you're not a cotton-headed <laughs> nanny muggins. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, so... You... Th- at one point, you'd have thought... Like, growing up in the 90s, you're it's just different. like... Hey, man, everybody's cool with everybody. Yeah. If you're If you're... Because when you heard about somebody that... Or you were around somebody that was like really a racist you're like mm, you really you, you actually get uncomfortable you do because yeah, you're, you're like, like that's not right yeah that's not right I mean like, I mean, like my I, friend's black and yeah, my I, other friend's he's like, like I understand stereotypes <laughs> but like this guy's like taking it to a different level you know yeah like it, yeah, okay uh, yeah because there's things that are stereotypical about white people that's why it's people. called stereotypes exactly they're, yeah, and, and they're there for a reason <laughs> um yeah yeah but um yeah I just I I don't. Just stop. Yeah. Stop being a hypocrite. Stop being a shitbag. Yeah, for real. God. Yeah, like, stop. Like, just either f- fix yourself or kill yourself. Like, 
I mean, I, I just... It's hard for me to be sympathetic toward idiots. It's hard to live... And, and, and let me tell you, I, you remember that thing you just pulled up? It said, why millennials are tired More all tired, the time? Yeah. And, and all this mental health... Mental health has become a thing that is just exploded. Yeah. And it seems only quite recently. You That or we just now recently had enough studies for... I think it's a combination of things. Yeah. I think one, it's it's a there's more technology mm-hmm. and there's more science. The science behind it has developed by leaps yeah. and bounds. But the other thing is we have we are living in this incredibly informed life yeah. in this world and. People have the 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 media outlets mm-hmm. have absolutely wrecked the, the. Remember when the news used to come on and you'd hear something, uh, you know, Good Samaritan does this today. Yeah, you know, um, something. That, now you'd have your news. Hey, there was a robbery. You know, whatever. Yeah. This store's ripping people off. Whatever. It seemed more half and half back then. It was balanced. Yeah. But then now, now it's descended into chaos. And yeah. you remember mom and dad, about the early, mid-2000s, they were like, mm, or early 2000s, because yeah. we're it's only 2021. Yeah. But in the early 2000s, they were like, this is starting to change. Something's up here. Mm. There's nothing. Yeah, there's, uh, yeah, they used to say there's nothing good on the news anymore. Yeah, don't they said don't watch the news anymore because there ain't nothing good on there. It's not going to tell you about what good happened. Yeah. And it became this... Hell, I remember a time when one of the anchors, when I was a kid, is saying, uh, now, surprisingly, for some good news. Mm-hmm. We don't hear that quite often, so here's some good news. You I, know, I, I remember like, that. And that was back when I was younger. I remember that clear as day, because that was when Mom and Dad was like, it's not good on the news anymore. That's right. Yeah. And they listen to the local news, and you think there'd be plenty of good to talk about in the local news. But you watch the national news now, and it's just God, like you know what? Like, yeah, the get on damn fire. <laughs> but but I've I've noticed. Well, a lot of people are saying you look at their ratings and stuff, and they're going down. Yeah. Well, they're going down because people people a, are starting to figure out that they're being played. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? This ain't the the news. The ain't, life that they're yeah. telling me that is going on. In the Ain't life what that, I mean. It's not reality. What I'm seeing. That's right. You know. It's not the life that everybody's racist. And you go outside and you see people side by side of color eating at the same restaurants, helping each other, helping each other, saying yes sir, right, no working sir, working together. Yeah, and and every day. And now if they right, hate because you. because come to find out, people don't give a damn. It's 2021. You know. It ain't if you're trying to live paycheck to paycheck, you don't have time to be racist. Because if once you start getting involved in everybody else's shit, you don't have time to. If you have any kind of character, yeah, you, you don't have time for that. If anything, like you can't multitask on that kind of level of being actually racist and actually taking care of your own shit, right? And, and being worth a damn. And nobody's yeah. going to hang out with a real racist anyways, except for another real racist. Yeah. It's just the... You, you know. know what I miss in the Army? If anybody from the civilian sector came in, 
Well, we like the conversations we had. People would be like, "Man, military people are racist as hell." <laughs> yeah, but we're not. Yeah, because we're not pussies. We we can take a joke. Like you're not mentally weak. Yeah, one of my buddies was black, and I called him the blackest man on earth, and he wasn't even that black. Yeah, I was like, dude, you're dark as night. Yeah, I was like, you're the void. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, I, I tell him, like, dude, you're, like, you're champ of hide-and-seek in the dark. When you smile, it's a flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, we, we'd go back and forth, and he'd throw it right back. He was like, oh, well, that's just the camaraderie y'all had. No, it's because we're not fucking idiots. You know? We yeah. had bigger worries on our mind than that. Yeah, like, and if people shot underst- at. Yeah, if people understood that more out here, the world would be a better damn place. Instead of you being all wrapped up in your damn feelings. Oh, you can't say that. How about you go fuck yourself? How about that? When does people stop saying that? That's my question. When someone says, like, cuz what are they going to do? What the hell are they going to do? If if your feelings are so hurt by words, what are you going to do to me physically to stop me from saying it? Yeah. You're not going to do a damn thing. So, shut your stupid little ass up. Get the sandpaper dildo out of your butthole yep. and get a life. Shut the hell up. Get away from me. Yeah. You're annoying. <laughs> yeah. You're stupid. You're ugly. Yeah. You're a disgusting human being. And I'm going to hit you with this baseball bat. You know? <laughs> it, it was... Get I away think, from me. I think what surprised me the most is the, you know, the people that's... Uh, the f- very few... Okay, out of all the people that I know and I've met my entire life, the... the the almost non-existence of the number in comparison that have and I they never would come out and call me a racist mm. they wouldn't do it well they're cowards and I, and, well, and I tried to get them to yeah. I'm but, like so if you're if, okay now if what yeah. you're saying is what you mean what I think you're saying yeah. just go ahead Grow a set of nuts and tell me that I'm a. I want you to tell me that I am a racist. Let's have some you honesty can't here yeah. because you know that I'm not. But now you want to manipulate it on an yeah. online chat yeah. to think, oh, because you're well, a toxic person. Right? They're toxic, man. Yeah. They're toxic as hell. And you know the the sad part is instead of being mad at their parents or themselves, they're mad at everybody else. Well. For whatever reason, I don't know why, because in, you know, a couple of them's particular um, situation, they were pretty high up in places that, of critical importance to the, you know, to the ways of the world, yeah. you know, um, and they made it. They worked hard to get there, mm-hmm. and I congratulate them on that. Mm-hmm. They can hate me. That's fine. You know, they can think what they want to, but at the end of the day... They still accomplished something, yeah. And they and I'm sure they worked hard to do it. They they probably sacrificed a lot of things to get where they are. Um. And then like it's like none, but of, to, that, but to, none of that even mattered. That's right. It dis. It, well, I think what pissed it's, me off the most yeah. is it discredited themselves. Yeah. And all the hard work that they did. Right. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. you you don't give that any credence because if you do. You're just you're basically what you're saying is what you worked hard to accomplish doesn't really exist. Yeah, and it's like it's like what say for 
say a woman CEO. You know, I had to climb my way to the top of this patriarchal system. Well, good for you. And, but moreover, it's it's more of who are you? I just worked at the desk. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I never talked to you. I never had no reason to go up to your office on the fiftieth floor. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just do the paperwork here. You know, yeah. Susan, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, oh, I didn't know that was your name. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't put an obstacle in your way. Exactly. I'm sorry. I didn't. I could. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't smack you or anything. Yeah. You know, to confirm your paranoia. Yeah. I, I know. Women aren't as ambitious as men are. Come to find out. What? Yeah, I know. Are you kidding me? Wow, who would have thought? It's like testosterone does something to a man or something, you know? It's like, huh. We're more risk takers. Wait, a woman is more naturally wired to care for children? Yeah. And And likes comfort? What? Wait. Because that's what estrogen does to women. Oh wow! So they're chemically made that yeah. way. Okay, well, that I, I yeah. you know what? Maybe what we should do is you know just the throw, term. Well, let's just throw yeah. biology out the window and all the hard work yeah. this went into it. Let's just tell the people that have sacrificed some of them, even their lives, to learn exactly what they learned and teach what they the truth about it. Let's just 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 tell them that well, your death is a waste, and you know you can go. Well, it's called. Shit. You know why? I mean, there's a reason why it's called balls to the wall. It takes yeah, balls yeah. to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, call yeah. it breast to the wall. Uh, I, I think... Uh, Vagina to the wall. A very... Um, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Toxic masculinity. I th- When I hear toxic masculinity, what I think of is not masculinity, but the guy that never grew up out of high school... And still wears wife beaters and tries to act like he's the top dog. But when a real alpha male walks into the fucking room, then he feels like this big. He ain't going to act up. You know what I'm saying? You know the people I'm talking about. You've been around them. Mm -hmm. They want to act hard. But when a real fucking man walks in the room, they're like, Mm -hmm. they get nervous. Then they get jealous because they're stupid. That to me, that's what I when I hear toxic masculinity, I think men who are toxic. Well, in that manner, well, it's not the same definition as what the left uses. I know as the retards use. I'm just gonna call them retards. Well, sure. Yeah. Well, I was. This isn't a politically correct show. Oh, oh no! Like I I don't care. I'm just saying that. Oh, there's a Chuck Schumer. Like he called. He, he said retards, but like they were like getting him on saying retards. He's like not politically correct, you know. It's like you mush mouth, mush mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that on that Stephen Crowder show. That was awesome. Well, I just want to I want to throw this out there to anybody that might be listening to try to pick us apart and you know find fault with us and then slam us online. Guess what? Jokes on you are not that popular and also, not that we, well known. We don't care. And also, we don't give a shit. Yeah. Well. Okay. You forgot the part where you go fuck yourself. So yeah, you yeah don't overlook don't that forget one. that part of the scheme because there's important <laughs> directions. Okay, now listen closely. You got to follow them to the queue. to a T. Because if you don't, you'll miss it. You got to take two lefts, 
and then fuck right off. <laughs> and that'll take you right down to where you need to be. Um, Up your butt and around the corner. Sure. I mean, that's that's other directions. But, um, but yeah, no, I know... To the I, same spot. I know the left doesn't use the same... They're, because we, they're masters at changing definitions. That's what they are. Uh, I forgot who it was uh, that they talked about because uh, I listened to Ben Shapiro quite often. He was talking about who uh, said whoever controls words controls the uh, culture. Sure. And uh, that's what the left does. They're master manipulators of words because mm-hmm. they keep moving the goalposts. And if it doesn't fit the agenda at the time, they'll change it. And also... Oh, and by the way, stop using... Mir- uh, what is it? Webster? Yeah. Yeah, stop using the uh, the definition book. The Miriam... Was it Miriam Webster? Yeah. Yeah, stop using that because it's a pile of crap. And they change whatever... Whenever the left decided to change, they change. So stop using that. It's supposed to be like one of the most renowned... Yeah. Definition books in the world, yeah. but no, it's not. It, it's a pile of garbage. Well, and 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 here's the thing, man. You know, going back to why millennials are tired all the time because they're tired of this shit. Well, there's I'm, a lot I'm, of stress going on. Like they have technology, oh and they and they feel like they they take in the whole entire world, and they take zero time for themselves. That that's enough to make anybody lose their mind. Yeah. And they become retarded because they don't have enough Sometimes. time. They don't have time for themselves. But, you know, they're saying that the Gen Z is the most conservative group in recent years. Really? Yep. Even more so than the uh, Boomers, I think it was. <clears throat> something like that, if I remember correctly. Don't quote me on that. But I remember something about the Gen Z being the uh, most conservative group. Coming up, well, which is a good thing. Well, and and and, and to <laughs> to the left's demise, they've created that monster. You should have left it alone. Well, they have nobody to blame now. Trump's out. They still try to blame him, but they can't. And people are catching on to that. You're like, there's only so much you can get away with, you know. Like, I mean, he's been out. It's been it's been a minute, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, we're, we're going on six months, and then yeah. you know. Um, which you know, I have my own personal opinions, but but at the same time, that they've 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 bullied people to the point where they've created exactly what they didn't want. Because when what is it? What's that guy's name? For every action, there's a reaction. Newton's law, I guess. Yeah, something like that. But, but to that point, I'm not an astrologist. <laughs> when a gynecologist, yeah, I'm not a gynecologist. Whatever they are. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not a proctologist. No. Um, but, but they've pushed, and they've pushed, mm-hmm. and they've pushed, and they've pushed. And yeah, if you're, if well, you're, and it went the yeah. other way now because back in the day, you know, you had those, of course, religious people pushing and pushing and pushing. Mm-hmm. And eventually, they created the monster that pushed back. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah. The, I mean, there's always a reaction. There's always a flashpoint. And what causes a flashpoint? There's always chemical reactions for a flashpoint. And it's usually two chemicals interacting with each other that causes a 
a reaction. Yeah, that flashpoint. Yeah, and and it's when those two collide that you know. Yeah. But I, I think uh, hmm. did you know Poland hates left wingers? Really, they hate left wing ideology. Come to find out, you know, it's uh, it's not like Nazi Germany. Well, or anything invaded them and set up concentration camps, you know, Warsaw and all that. Yeah, yeah. It's not like they didn't have their fair share of left wing ideologies like Nazism. Anyways, well, yeah, I mean, but <laughs> and but like one one of the some I don't know who exactly it was. It was some uh, politician in Poland. He was explaining. He was like. You're wondering why the people you you've tried to implement left wing ideologies into Poland, and you wonder why the people have rebuked you. You know, and you wonder because your policies don't work. Yeah, they're garbage, and they're trash. Like the people who follow them. Yeah, and the people hate you, and they don't want you. And he was telling people that. He said, the people hate you and they don't want you. And that's why you're failing in this country. Because Poland is, like, Poland, they're very nationalistic. Like they, As they, they should be. They should be proud of yeah. where they come from. They should be. That's I mean, what they, they've said. Poland was one of the main supporters of America when Trump was in office. You remember him going over to Poland to speak? About every single damn Polish person was waving an American flag. They loved Trump because they understand nationalism. Because if you don't protect your country, you don't have one. Well, and I, I think I think they see, especially a lot of the older and people. the left wing ideology. Sorry, but no. the left wing ideology in general hates the idea of any kind of preservation of culture. They praise culture. They praise other cultures, not American culture. Yeah. Well, and I think what gets me is when they praise those cultures. The the only cultures that I see them praising are the ones that commit the atrocities yeah. that they're against. Yeah, and 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 so there's something. There's usually something at work, and I think they're. This is just me. I think they're they're mentally weak, mm-hmm. and I think that um, they're easily manipulated by somebody that has an agenda and is pushing it. And if they find anybody that hangs on. That they can brainwash. They will. Because yeah, well, at the they're, end of the day, let's just say the country is... Like a pit of vipers. Sure. Yeah. If Let's say your home is your country. And you're a liberal. <clears throat> Are you going to let all these these freeloaders... Hmm. Well, let's just put it that way. Yeah. Come into your home <clears throat> and wreck it. Yeah. And shit in your floor and piss in your walls and shit in your bed. And Hell, Americans are already doing that over in California already. I know, but there, there's <laughs> a, ma- a mass exodus going on right now. Mm-hmm. People leaving California. Moving to Texas. And I think what, what I'm hoping is don't bring that shit here. You're they're, welcome to come. They're going to. But don't vote that way because you're going to end up in the same shithole I won't. 
I'll fucking move. <laughs> you know? Florida is on a roll. Oh, my God. I love Florida it. is on fire, dude. Let's DeSantis, just go ahead. DeSantis? Yeah. Let's just go ahead and make DeSantis. I, I think they were talking about him running for president. He needs to. Because here's one. I would vote for him. What? Okay. Yeah. Oh, but, but wait a minute. We're white nationalists, and we're not going to vote for. That's okay. Exactly. I'm going to vote. Whoever loves this country. You know, I've, I've gotten to the point where, like, when someone accuses me of something, I'm like, yeah. Oh, you're 100% right. Yeah, I'm such a bastard. Dude, you're lucky I don't have rope on me. That's right. I, like, <laughs> you have no idea how racist I am. I'm about to make an impromptu KKK uniform right here. Right now. Like, I'm about to go to Walmart and buy some bed sheets. Yeah. Don't, don't <laughs> mess with me, man. But. I, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. It, it's. DeSantis is on fire, though. Man, that dude is killing it. Oh, God. I love hearing it. I love because whenever I, I, I hear George is slacking though. Does, Kemp just bends to whatever. Whoever's whoever's in his pocket, he's a pansy. I mean, it's just like well, D- Dill was kind of the same way. Yeah, we we have. Mm-hmm. Really I don't think not as solid governors. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I mean, to the point where you talking about DeSantis, I was like, I'm just going to move to Florida. McMaster's is pretty good too, South Carolina. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he's a uh, well. He he was one of the first uh, few of the first few states that said like, look, if the federal government ain't going to make a move, we'll make a move, and we'll tell them to screw off. Yeah, no more mass mandate. There you go. Well, and what's the federal government going to do? Nothing. There's individual well, DeSantis, state rights. DeSantis said he was like, if you try to move against me, I'm calling the National Guard in. There you go. And it was going to be like a civil war. <laughs> I was like, do it, yeah. <laughs> do it, man! I don't care. Yeah. Do it because I mean, screw them. Even then, the the, the United States military ain't gonna be like, uh, I'm not gonna go attack shoot against your yeah. own for a fucking yeah. mask. I mean, let's get real. But they're still pushing this the vaccines. They're still pushing it. They're saying that a new strain's out and that they're going. People need to get more vaccinated. Kiss my ass. I, I am not getting vaccinated. The last time... Okay. During this whole spill, I rarely wore a mask. And I have not got sick once. And I've hung around hundreds of people. When I was still working at the dealership. In and out with people. All the time. Did you have to wear a mask? No. I had one lady. That's part of the sales, though. Huh? Part of sales is seeing the face. Exactly, and well, it's getting in the car with somebody. It's being with them. If Um, you can't make a personal connection, you're not going to be much of a salesman. No, not at all. If if somebody can't see how your mouth is, you know, you could be doing this the whole time, (laughs) sticking out your tongue. I forgot, like, we're not recording this, so, like, I was sticking out my tongue. Anyways, or you can just be frowning the whole time in anger. Yeah. But if you can't make that personal connection, like, which is one of the main uh, communication things, yeah. is visualization. Yeah. It it hurt more than it helped. Well, and then it, then it comes out that Fauci lied. Fauci's a piece of shit. And he's still not in prison. Nope. He's not gonna go if, to prison. I'm telling you, people, if you like, if you think the, the, you know, the Biden administration is like one of the most tyrannical administrations America has ever had. And let's just go ahead and say this: none. 
if you even I don't care who who the president is, if you think your government cares about you, you're a dumbass. Yeah, you're still. Yeah, here here's a good question for you people sitting on the fence for whatever reason. However you got there. Point to me at any point in history where the government hasn't turned on its own people. Name me one, one country or one instance where the any government throughout history hasn't turned on its own people. Please. Or tried. Or Either tried. has completely or tried. Government has been responsible for all the wars. There you go. Both local and worldwide. Yep. Genocides, world wars. And if you, and for some odd reason, people are like, "I gotta trust the government." Why? Here's something I'd like to. Here's, and I'd really love to sit down with somebody that just completely disagreed with me on everything. You know, I we're think, terrorists right now, right? Sure. Yeah, we're, we're we're terrorists, according to Biden's uh, Department of Homeland Security. Because anybody who's anti-government is a terrorist. Really? Yeah. This That's country like of... was built on anti-government. <laughs> you can't make this shit up, uh, dude. You're like, you're like well, how, it, how okay, do you think we again, got you? Okay, again, you remember when we talked about earlier about one put as much weight into what somebody says as who's it coming from. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. From the same guy that said... But that, that's, their, like a, that's their official document, though. Oh, uh, anyways. Yeah. I mean, literally said, oh, uh, anyways. Did because you, he mentally strained himself too much. Have you heard his, like, after report of his meeting with Putin? He gave 15 vital infrastructures... That the Russians shouldn't hack. He said, I gave them... A, no, 16. I gave them a list of 16 infrastructures that they should that should be off limits. I was like... I, like, I, had, I had to... Like, I was at work. I was in the middle of listening to it. And I had to sit down. I was dumbfounded. Like, it, I was so dumbstruck that I had to sit down. And I was like... <laughs> I was speechless. I was like... That you're basically that's like handing a robber a gun and then saying, "Please don't shoot me." Please don't mess with these certain things. Especially, don't press that button. Especially this button. Yeah. <laughs> don't ever touch this button. All right, touch. Yeah. I'm saying touch it, but don't touch it. I don't. You could touch. Maybe don't touch it. Yeah, don't touch it. You want to touch it? I prefer you not touch it. Let's, I would implore you not to touch it. Let's just say... But you can do whatever you want. Let's just say you can, but don't. Don't. Yeah. But here's the plan. Would, would would you... Couldn't? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, could you... Could you wouldn't? Anyways. All right. We're almost two hours into the show. That's all right. We had a lot, of, a lot to make up for. We did. That was a lot of information. I'm tired. You going to be is. able to make it back home? Uh, or are you going to chill here? I don't know. I'll make up my mind. I don't got hungry. You want to go out and get something to eat? I don't want to eat this late, though. There's sandwich downstairs. You can make a sandwich. You know what? I think I may make a sandwich. Like a midnight sandwich. Make a sandwich. I was doing so good, though. It's warm in here. Do you not have air conditioning in this room? 
That one little vent. That's horseshit. Rip that bitch out. It's it's open. <laughs> Whether I take the vent off, it's screwed in there. Don't touch it. Harold, if you mess up my contract. Look, there's um, nothing coming out. Yeah, because the AC's not on. Billy may have turned it off. It should be automatic. I felt it come on once in a while. Punch Billy in the throat. That's it's hot in here. <laughs> well, yeah. I usually have the fan on. Oh. I mean, I could run downstairs and turn it on. Oh, well. Or, like, turn it lower. Anyways. Well, but, bystanders, thank you so much for listening to us, and we appreciate it. I'm not done talking. Oh, you're not? I guess. I don't know what else to talk I'm fixing about. a fall. Like, I'm literally the point where I'm fixing to fall asleep. Oh. Well. I can't, I can't, I can't. Get before my brother releases the ghost, I think we should close it off, because uh, we're on a roll right now, and it's just past two hours. It was the longest one that we've ever done. If I don't mess it up. <laughs> we'll find out. Don't mess it up. Yeah, you'll know. If you're listening to it, I, it was a mission accomplished. No pressure. Let's go home. The war effort's over. If you're listening to this. Well, to wrap it up, we appreciate y'all. Yep. Sorry for the long wait. And if you need help, get help. Get help. Talk to people. Somebody. Whoever you feel comfortable talking to. Get help. And we think of you often. We do. And if you're a retard, fix it. Yeah. Yeah. We don't call retarded people retarded. Like in the office, that's just bad taste. You call your friends retarded (laughs) (laughs) for doing something stupid. Yeah. So if you're just stupid, stop it. We will be... What is it? Rational until we have to be irrational. <laughs> that uh, the killdozer guy. Yeah. I was a reasonable man until I was made to do unreasonable things. There you go. Yeah. Oh no, I was always willing to be reasonable. Uh. Until what was it? Something unreasonable. Until I had to be unreasonable. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which is a good point. He made a good point. Sometimes you got to get that attention. Yeah. You know, people celebrate him doing that. They should. It should be, he should be a national treasure <laughs> for being going against the establishment. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard uh, against the status quo. Who was it? If you want to talk about, about the punk scene back in the nineties, was. You know, you know, fuck the, uh, fuck the establishment. Yeah, and now it's like, oh, let's go over with the establishment. Well, they're not punks; they're just pussies. But yeah, but I'm just saying, <laughs> the people that were into punk then are mm-hmm. talking about. I hear that now. Yeah. They're like, what happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you balls drop off? Yeah. <laughs> I know why you're having your little group therapy sessions yeah. <laughs> during the day because <laughs> you're afraid of the Batman yeah and who's the Batman Bruce Wayne yeah <laughs> Trump huh? was I trying to make a point with that no no I was just saying stuff bye farewell <laughs>